Hi everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. Okay, so um, I got some tips about what I should do on Sundays about having a roll-up episode, um, and I think I'm going to start doing that from next week, is where on Sundays instead of having a, well maybe I might have two episodes on Sundays, one regular update for the last previous 24 hours, and another one that kind of has an update for everything that happened in the previous week. I think the good thing about that is uh, people who might not have time to like watch 10 minutes every day will be able to just update once a week and get an idea of like the main things that are happening. So one of the main things that's happened in the last 24 hours or actually over the last couple of days is that um, the snapshot votes that we talked about earlier on in the week, are two of them have reached quorum. Um, and one of them is about to reach quorum with three days left. So it looks like some of the changes that um, the community has wanted to um, PDAO um, in funds investment is going to go through. So that's really exciting to see. Um, you can go to vote.rocketpool.net, I think, to um, see um, the votes yourself and read the details and vote on them if you are a node operator and have delegated your um, RPL, effective RPL stake to your um, address, whichever address you want to vote with. Um, you'll have to have done it before the votes went live to be able to vote on this round, but from future votes, I'm sure there's going to be lots of them, you can you can vote on that. Um, today on trading, we had a couple of really good discussions that uh, were like really organic and kind of like came up in response to either tweets or comments. So one of this was a comment by Pol Polinia, who's a who's liberosist on on Arith Finance, um, made a comment about staking being more user friendly and like more accessible. And um, Jasper, I think, and a couple of other people said that Rocket Pool is the way to do that. Like you know, your barrier to entry is less because you need sixteen ETH instead of thirty two ETH, and also the documentation is absolutely amazing. And like you know, it's possible to become a a node operator. With, far more easily than doing it through solo staking. Um, so it actually like led to a really good discussion about people talking about what it means to be um, means to be uh, someone who runs a node and how how like what the responsibility should be and whether or not like you know lay people should be um, validators or not so um there are a lot of um arguments that are being made and like you know where that line of responsibility and ease kind of draws and sometimes if you make something too easy people can um, not understand the gravity of it and sometimes if you make something too difficult even people who are technically capable might not be able to do it so there's a fine line that needs to be found um, my personal story about staking eth was um that I bought a validating machine, Manuk, um, after reading some um, of the machines that people had built um, in the Rocket Pool community, and I kind of matched one of those machines. And then um, a family member who is um, who has a job as a software engineer uh, kind of helped me put the thing together a little bit and kind of get Linux installed on there. And then I went through it without having done any command line interface stuff ever before went through it step by step using all the documents and like a total noob and stake directly to main that without going through testing or anything like that so it's definitely possible to do um 
the steps, the the documents are made so well and so clearly that um, it's it's fine to do it. But then just because you can do it doesn't mean you can maintain it. And I've been in support a couple of times myself that I talked about yesterday. I almost got slashed once. Like, you know, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. I'm going to say I should do it, obviously, because I am doing it. But um, there's, there's definitely... Um, there's definitely some difficulties involved so that's a really good discussion if you want to go back and read it um i think it's worth your time another thing another discussion came up was about um this comment um crypto said that um guys this is the only channel awake what what happens after withdrawals enabled are holder suddenly want out for whatever reason obviously they can just swap for eth but if pools get too unbalanced is there a scenario where mini pools are exited to return stake as eth if so in what order does a minimum pool exit it? So um, this actually brought up a really good discussion about um, what happens when the person exits a mini pool and what ETH becomes available uh, for people to buy. But um, it kind of changed from that to talking about um, what it means like commission. And Marcel made some really good points about um, how we have a lot of demand for node operators right now from people like Patricio and um, Marco Barco, who are two of the biggest uh, rocket pool whales, uh, node operator whales. They've got like hundreds of mini pools between them. Um, it was a whale marriage that you might have heard of. Um, there's there's a lot of people waiting on the sidelines to like take up, um, become node operators. Um, the once, like, and finding that middle point where the com commission sweet spot is is like a real active discussion that's happening but um we we definitely um are trying to figure this out about where you know the where the commission should go so this was actually a really really good conversation that happened about the commission rates about going forward um and this chart about you know where most people started their mini pools it's like everybody waited for 20 percent until the fixed rate became 15 percent um you know whether there should be a reduction of 15% to make it more competitive with other staking um, LSD um, providers um, it might be something to think about definitely I think once the lesser bonded ETH the 8 plus 2.4 goes through then you know we'll be moving the commission down to maybe 14% and then as we reduce the LEB requirements the commission will probably go down further as well so there's a lot of stuff happening on that but this was a really really good discussion about why we should have different levels of commission and how, where we should end up so if you've got some time go back and read that um this is a comment about something that i've kind of touched on the last few days in a row um about joe um talking about uh, where flashbots fits with their mev boost um so this person wrote a comment on reddit about the ofac affair and just highlighting that you know rocket pool will be forcing users to use mev boost and that that's a bad idea because there might be censored um, transactions within that so then joe responds by saying that um, he clarifies the terminology that mev boost is just the plumbing and it's the relays that are the most more important thing and then what's going to happen is um you know we'll be um setting giving people an option of what relay to run but um he says at the end as well, like, uh, don't take this as gospel, just some insight of where we are today, why packing MEV boost the smart stack isn't the end of the world. So it's just a ma matter of having, to making sure that um, the 
the framework is in place for people to use the relays that are that are available and you know you'll have a flavor of relays hopefully by the time the merge happens um, depending on what your risk appetite is and what what you want to do there will definitely be some relays available that will not censor any transactions um, it might not happen like right away but I'm not exactly sure but I presume that there'll be those available right away um, but you can always get more information about that by coming into trading and asking Joe yourself um, the next thing is a DeFi protocol uh, called Ribbon Finance which sells covered calls um, which are option trading so Ribbon Finance has added um, incent liquidity incentives for the RETH product so um, it started off as like 10,000% APR like beginning to because the number of R, the amount of RETH in the pool is quite low um, but as that's gone on like the the percentage now come down to 428% which when you see what incentives are available for other products uh, then this this um, APY is like really 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 great and because the capacity of the pool is only 1000 uh, RETH it's expected that that number will stay very high for quite a while um, so Jasper says that the Ribbon Finance liquidity incentives for the RETH Rocket Pool covered call vault alive currently enjoying 800% APR and with uh, with a cap of only 1000 RETH this yield is not going away getting quick so there's a couple of things that um, I should mention about this um, and you can go to this Twitter thread and like, get some more information but um, what first of all um, selling options is risky <laughs> so this is really 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 risky so um, one of the things that you should note is a couple of weeks ago ETH had a really big pump and because of that the rewards for that week cumulative rewards went from 1.5% after one two three four weeks down to minus ten percent because eth outperformed the strike point so much if that happens again and we get it like a huge pump in the next few weeks you could expect to lose a big chunk of your RE that you deposit into the pool so with that said um please be aware that this is a very 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 risky product um but the rewards are really incredible right now so what what happens you get paid in the rbn token and the rbn token is um around 25 cents each but what happens is it actually goes the value it takes is against the the reth that you deposit so the yields are really really great right now like really amazing so um if you have the risk appetite to put some reth in there you can actually deposit reth or eth if you deposit ETH, then the ribbon protocol converts it to RETH on the background, on the back end. So you don't, you can just deposit your ETH as well if you want. Um, you can read these comments and see how it works. But um, yeah, they're giving twenty-four thousand RBN tokens, and it's there's going to be that's quite juicy. Basically, those rewards are really good. So it's definitely something to keep in mind about what your risk appetite looks like and whether you want to do that. Um, I presume that this pool is going to get full very quickly um, so it might end up being maybe around 100% APY that is still incredible like those are really really great numbers so basically what will happen is you get you deposit your RETH so there's three transactions you have to do one is you have to authorize ribbon to get access to your ETH two you deposit your ETH or RETH and then three you stake it as um, 
into the covered call option. So those are the three steps that you'd have to do, three sets of permission. Don't forget to actually do the stake option if you decide to do this. Uh, otherwise, you know, your your money won't be ready, your RE won't be ready. Um, it'll go active on Friday because, you know, we're getting in, every Friday is when the new contract starts. So you get in on a Friday and you can only get out on the following Friday or whenever else, but it'll be on the Friday that you can get out. So it might be a few days before you can get your money out. However, um, get the RBN rewards, sell them and buy more RE or whatever you want. Um, it's going to be really good for a while. Um, I'm not sure when the reward is going to finish, but um, or when the yeah when the like, liquidity incentives are going to finish. But for the moment, like you're going to get some really nice rewards. So it might be worth you doing that. Anyway, I've been talking for quite a while now, um, so I'm going to stop. But I hope you've all had a nice week. It's definitely been a really great week for me. Um, I've really enjoyed making these episodes for you all. And I have gotten so much love and so much amazing feedback and so many ideas for su and suggestions for ways to improving this. And those are things that I'm going to start doing over the next couple of weeks. So some of the ideas of things that you might get is like a new podcast. So the episode that you hear from me will also be available in podcast form for people who don't care about seeing my face, <laughs> which I'm sure might be some of you or maybe a lot of you. But um, anyway, um, have a great last bit of your weekend and I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye. Let me turn this off.